Hey everybody, welcome to Tara and Andrew versus the Scarecrow Video Movie Guide. I'm Andrew. I'm Tara. This is uh, part 32 in our 3726 part series where we pick a movie at random from the Scarecrow Video Movie Guide, watch it, do a little research, and then tell you what we thought and learned. Yep. We have one primary rule. We have to watch whatever movie we've chosen as long as neither of us have seen it. That's it. We are stuck. We're locked in. Honor bound. Honor bound. There are some other rules that we'll invoke as needed. Uh, otherwise, feel free to check them out on our website. We haven't had to invoke any of them recently, so it seems like we established all these rules at the outset and now. <laughs> None of them have been applicable ever again, but <laughs> eventually they, they will be once we get all through all 3,726. Oh, yeah. So last week we... <laughs> <laughs> That's the downside. Yeah, I know. We'll have to splice something in here. Yeah, no, no. So last time we watched Permanent Midnight and... Oh, uh, there was Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller was in it. Hey. And he was addicted to heroin. And Osin Willen. Osin Willen. <laughs> Osin Willen, the famed Osin <laughs> Willen. We all know who that guy is. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the Willen brothers. <laughs> the famed Willen brothers. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, uh, bro. <laughs> this bodes very well. Yes. Uh, so, we're, we're recording, this, recording this before we've actually watched Permanent Midnight. Tara is traveling to China, so we have to kind of get a little bit ahead of things. So we have no idea whether we liked Permanent Midnight or not. Let's just assume it was amazing. Yeah, it was great. The part where the elf-like puppet was eating all the cats. Oh, yeah. Mm. Great. Fantastic. I love you, Mr. Chompers. <laughs> Mr. Chompers. That's right. <laughs> That's going to be good. I forgot that's what he was called when i watched watched the movie <laughs> with osin willen <laughs> <laughs> air quotes uh translate over like audio pretty well yeah right? if you yeah. pick that up good. oh totally good good um all right well this episode it is andrew's dubious uh not dubious necessarily <laughs> we'll see this is dubious honor to select a film okay so eyes closed all right, I'm going to start flipping now. Stop. Oh. Am I good? That's fine. Okay. Okay. We're watching Space Monster Gamera from 1967. All right. 90 minutes long. Uh, so this rarely seen last of the original Gamera series is sort of a best of. Combining fights from all of the previous movies with a wraparound story about a boy, his pet turtle, and heroic space women, disguised as pet store owners. <laughs> the movie rips off everything from Star Wars to Mork and Mindy, oh, God. and even uses some stock footage from anime. Because virtually all Gamera's previous foes are crammed into one movie, it's constantly entertaining. If someone tells you it's the worst of the series, don't listen to them. Note, in the English dubbed version, the title is Gamera Space Monster, and they pronounce it Gamara instead of Gamera. So we've seen our fair share of Gamera movies just through Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. But I don't think I've watched one of those episodes in probably like 15 years now, so... Yeah, I'm sure all of that, that lore and backstory is gonna... We're gonna be so sad not to have it. Yeah, yeah, it's... <laughs> The continuity. Yeah, that's the, always just the, that's what people go to the Gamera movies for, is just the strict continuity, the yep. compelling plot line. Um, okay, well, yeah, I mean, it sounds, for, for this kind of a movie, it sounds it'll, like it'll be fun, at least, if not maybe necessarily the best 
in its series. Yeah, I am not entirely dreading it, which is <laughs> as, I, as far as I'm willing to go right now. Yeah. Uh, just knowing our track record, so. Yeah, I feel like it's safer, you know, Gamera is kind of a known quantity at yeah, least, so for we're sure. not walking into another demon lover or anything like that, so yeah. we've got some idea of what to expect, although Mork and Mindy references. Right. That's uh, <laughs> odd. Star Wars and Mork and Mindy ripoff. Interesting. Well, uh, yeah, we are going to watch Space Monster Gamera, and uh, we will be back after this musical interlude. Monster Gamera. Oh my god. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Space Monster Gamera. Space Monster Gamera. Uh, Space Monster Gamera. I, I wrote a, a good oh, song. I'm out of, I've lost energy very quickly. Well, do you want me to sing my, my song? Please. See if that revitalizes <clears> me. <throat> naughty, naughty Gamera. He chump falls on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Big turtle who hurtled out into space. Uh, I would like to give you a seven records contract. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to hear all of your concept albums about Gamera now. <laughs> I, hope, I hope that's just the tip of the iceberg. If not, then... Oh, oh there's so much okay. <laughs> beneath the surface. There's so much to just... To, there, there, the depths to which you can plumb the Gamera. Oh, yeah. Folklore. Uh, for sure. I mean... Mythos. You know, you, you don't need a lot of actual camera footage no you just need a lot of heart yeah. is what i've learned Ugh, yeah <laughs> heart heart yes uh anyway we are back from having just finished watching space monster gamera uchi kaiju gamera all right very good let's uh let's just get into the rating five point scale don't watch maybe don't watch eh, maybe watch and don't not watch those are the the, the ratings in yeah. order from worst to best um yeah that that truck's all revved up over it <laughs> i think i know how the truck's voting <laughs> yeah let's get the truck in here yeah yes there's an underrepresentation of the voices of trucks on <laughs> just in, in general yeah, you, you don't hear about trucks yeah i think uh they, they have a lot to say yeah um can we count of three shall we do, do you have a rating in mind yeah yeah do you yeah yeah okay so one two three uh, yeah middling <laughs> I, don't, I was so close to giving it a maybe watch and then yeah. it went on for 15 minutes longer than it really needed to i totally agree and it's not a, it's like less than 90 minutes i think or maybe it's exactly 90 minutes right to begin with, so it's not like and, it's and made up a very little plot <laughs> yeah you're right there is not very much to the plot so we'll see how this goes yeah. So, uh, we start off with an evil alien, Xanon, who decides to enslave the Earth. So there's a, a cool opening scene of a, a real Star Wars ripoff of a ship. Yeah, it's... Um, really bad animation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the opening was just kind of... Like, just paintings. Paintings. Yeah. 
And uh, you can just basically assume that there's a prefix of really bad before everything that we're going to say here. Everything in this movie, quality is really, really bad. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. So evil alien Xanon wants to take over the Earth. So the Earth has in its favor uh, some, you know, alien superhero women who are living in the planet. The space women. The space women, as they're called, which is a very creative name. Yeah, good job. Good job. So these women are essentially the defenders of the planet against this evil alien. But they get help from a young boy. Named Kaichi. Kaichi, who we're introduced to pretty quickly as an organ enthusiast. (laughs) Yes. uh, He... Like a 10-year-old boy, you know, who just loves to play the organ. Yeah, and and so we see him and his friends talking, uh, like reading a comic book about Gamera, about how there's a policeman in the park who has a turtle like Gamera and they're like well wait there actually is a policeman in our park who has a turtle let's go see him and they do and the policeman's like this isn't I'm I'm not the the policeman from that comic book and it's like well maybe you know they didn't even say anything about the comic book they just wanted to see your turtle but you're getting all defensive immediately you're getting super defensive and you immediately pull up a copy of the comic book yeah so, yeah, he's, he's very defensive about uh, not being the, the policeman from the comic book, despite being very, very much like the policeman from the comic book. And, and just so you know, like, we go into this whole character and how he's not from the comic book, and then he pretty much doesn't appear in the rest of the movie. I guess it really is to show that Kaichi likes turtles? I guess so, yeah. It's kind of... Which we didn't need that because he's friends with the lady at the pet store. Yeah. You know, a lady who just gives him a turtle for free. Seems like a great way to run a pet shop. Yeah. And she's one of the space women. Yeah, she's one of the space women. And he's like, well, I don't have any money. And she's like, yeah, just just have this turtle. And so she hands him a turtle and he's like, no, I want that one. This this one over here I've got a special (laughs) psychic connection with. We can read each other's minds. And she's like, oh, okay then. (laughs) Yeah. Here's your free turtle. Goodbye. And then we see him at his home playing the organ. Uh, Just an organ fanatic. Yeah, and he's uh, playing the Gamera March that he says that he had made up. He claims that he wrote. Yeah, and it's, you know, he is a fucking organ savant, if, if that is the case, because it's a, it's a legitimate song. And it's with, a like, legit lyrics song. And, like, he just wrote this after getting the turtle. A kid should not just be languishing away. <laughs> doing <Whatever>. whatever. <laughs> You should be chained to an organ. <laughs> well, you need to have words with his mom because she was not happy to find him playing the organ. That, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. was like pissed that he's. Well, she was I encouraging pissed. him at first. Well, but... yeah, she kind of liked him playing the organ, but she's like, "Oh, you really should be doing your homework." Womp womp. And then he's like, "Oh, hey, I got a turtle," and. His mom's like, well, don't you think the turtle would rather be outside, like, where he can go run in rivers? And Heiichi uses his superpower being able to communicate telepathically with the turtle to confirm that, yes, the turtle would rather be outside. And so, begrudgingly, he sets him loose outdoors. And even before he does that, there are monsters that Xanon has set loose on the planet Earth to wreak havoc. And he's also sent down his subordinate, uh, Garuge, who is a, an evil space woman. She's just kind of creepily following Keiichi around and somehow picks up on the fact that he... Well, he, he doesn't even pick up on it. No, he no, tells no, no, no. Her he tells he her. Well, in this, by this point, Gamera has shown up. 
you know, everybody experiences the loss of a pet in different ways. Often they're considered not just a pet, but a member of the family. And and, uh, the losing of a cherished pet can be a really sad event. But he decided to take it in a different way and made up a Gamera fantasy that his little turtle had become Gamera. So yeah, he really... Keiichi cannot shut up about how he has a special bond with Gamera, just telling everybody about it. Like, Garuge is just hanging around. Just a random woman hanging around the street. And just overhears and talking about how he and Gamera have this, this special bond going on. And, like, and she's like, hey kid, let's go have hamburgers and talk about it. Yeah, let me, let me, let's, uh, let's go over here. Let me um, lure you away into a dark alley with a promise of hamburgers. Yeah. And, yeah, this movie is a mess. It's a total mess. There's like a, a fight scene where Gamera fights you know, the pterodactyl monster. Gaos, yeah. Which is yeah, like a bat pterodactyl thing and batadactyl. Like, batadactyl. All the fight scenes are just overlong and really unimpressive, special effects wise. Oh yeah. So totally it's not even worth discussing. Like anytime we reference a battle, just assume that Gamera beats the monster because that is what happens every single time. Yeah. Which I mean it makes sense because the movie is made up of clips taken from previous Gamera movies where he he won. So at least one third up to a half of this movie is just footage taken from previous movies. They didn't even limit themselves to the Gamera franchise. They like went beyond that. Yeah. So there's just kind of a series of fights. And Garuge is getting pretty upset about it because she'd promised her evil alien masters that she would be able to take down Gamera so they could take over Earth and also identify the superwomen. So every time it's just going really poorly and Garuge manages to get out of it like, ah, oh, I've got an idea and sure to take them down this time. And every time she's foiled. So this happens over and over and over again. And, and she's just, like, really blatantly evil. She's not at all sneaky. No. There's, like, a scene where she takes Kaichi out to see Gamera, and Gamera wins, of course. And is like, she wasn't even happy about Gamera killing Gaos, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, well, maybe she doesn't want to see a gigantic monster getting disemboweled right in front of her. <laughs> but still, I mean, yeah, if you're, you should try to pretend that you're into Gamera. Yeah. Like, if you don't want to raise anybody's. So, after this, the superwomen confide in Kaichi what their real identities are. And they show them... Like, their cool van that they live in. And he's like, oh, can you live in a van? Let me show you. And she does her little... Does it. Does the spin transformation. Yeah, takes dramatic pose and then turns into a space woman. And then she makes herself tiny into a tiny space woman. Yeah. And goes inside this kind of transparent lunch pail. Yeah. Which is where they live. Yeah. Inside a van. And it's like, you, you three have furnished apartment. Why are you living in a... <laughs> like it's, it, seems, it seems like a nicely furnished apartment. You've got your magical space organ. Again, another organ. Right, another organ. That they a use magical to, space organ. To, she plays the space organ to, like... The space oh, march. Or the gamma march. Gamma march to pull up portals of Gamera fighting other monsters, like portals where he, people are, or just like a view screen to see what Gamera is doing. Right. And just like, did they get a deal on organs when they were making this movie? Was, <laughs> I don't know. Was it the same organ that they just like kind of repurposed? And it looked like the same organ. It, it could very well could have been, yeah. So, yeah, instead of living... In their furnished apartment, they're living in this tiny lunch pail thing inside of a van. 
And so as Keiichi's learning about the space women and where they live, Garuge is spying on them and learning where they live so she can try and take them out. So later on in the day, after the space women are asleep inside their little lunch pail, Garuge comes and blows up the van. Just completely demolishes it. Yeah, but somehow... Nothing left behind. Except their like little plastic lunch pail thing. Yeah is just laying out to the side, like when Keiichi comes back to check up on them. And, and, and Gurugi didn't notice it. No, the van is totally destroyed, but their lunch pail is just... Just fine. Just off to the side, like yep. 30 feet, maybe off to the side. And, yep. And um, so it's kind of funny, like Keiichi points out to the space woman that their van has been destroyed, and like one of them is like, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's, uh, that's an appropriate reaction. Maybe a little understated. They're yeah, not... they're just like, oh, oh, drat. <laughs> um, yeah, like their reaction to everything is a little... A little off. A little weird, like uh, after the main space woman tells Keiichi about their secret identities, like the one of the other two asks her about it, and she's like, oh yeah, I, I, I told him that... Everything, everything, you know, I told him that we were space women, but don't, he's really nice. It's like, him being really nice is not, I think, what their main concern was with regards to right whether or not, maybe just don't reveal your secret identity to a 10-year-old, even, yeah. even if he is an organ. Even if he's on the good side maestro. and he's an organ savant, yeah. like, loose lips sink ships. And this kid has got some loose lips. Oh boy. Yeah, so lunch pail's fine, space women are fine. And then they explain that the lunch pail, they're able to put a special protective force field around it. And the reason it has to be so small is they don't really have enough power to protect the entire van, which is why the van got destroyed and not the lunch pail. Hooray. That makes total sense. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. For Thank you. Clearing that up. So more monster fights ensue. Yeah. Xanon, uh, at some point... Like, Garuga is down to, like, her fifth chance, and he's Xanon is like, are you ready to die? And she's like, well, just give me one more chance. It's one like, more chance? Now I know where the space women are. She's like, oh, okay. Well, it's okay. like, wow, that's an easy sell. <laughs> yeah, pushover. She's done this, like, four times. Yeah, she's she's failed four <laughs> times. And he's like, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Sure. Well, yeah, obviously you get another chance. Yeah, one more. I mean, five chances. You know, I was, I was ready to kill you but right now, but you just want another chance. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, fine. Um, fine, fine. And then that's when they bring out the plan to, like, put a mind-controlling device on, on Gamera. And it's yep. like... Why didn't you do that to begin with? Right. Like, why is that your plan E? Because uh, <laughs> like, it's effective. It's very effective. It's extremely effective. She's able to control Gamera, so he starts destroying the Earth himself. So it's like, oh, duh, win-win. Yeah. Not only do you not have Gamera protecting the planet, he's also helping you to take over the Earth. Yeah. So why... It, it, yeah. Why did this just, only just occur to you? Uh, hindsight is twenty twenty, I guess, with... Even uh, with the space dictators. Right. Or whatever. Um, Henchmen of space dictators. Yeah. There, there's a scene as Gamera is tearing shit up where he knocks over like a just movie poster display. And it's a poster of like a Godzilla-like monster. Yeah. And the camera just like zooms in on it and like stays on it for like five seconds. It's like, yeah, like, we yeah, get... We yeah, get... fuck you, Godzilla. We've got Gamera. We're yeah. Gamera. Yeah, like, we get what you're doing here. You don't <gasps> need to linger on it for that long. Well, and it's especially bad because I don't think they, from what I saw, they hadn't made a Godzilla movie in, like, five years. Yeah. <laughs> By that point, so... so it was like, they didn't have any competition there, so they're like, huh. Yeah, um, 
So really, really kind of like, a who, who are you trying to <laughs> a pathetic attempt at you, knocking down Godzilla? Right. So the the main space woman is like, wait, I know what I can do to get rid of this mind control device. I'll I'll fly up and I'll make Xanon's laser shoot the mind control device. Like I'll get all get up close to it, and she does that, and then it, like, like easily it happens easily. very easily. Like there's no <laughs> no drama, no tension at all. It just happens nope. right away, and everything's <laughs> fine. It's like. All right, um, yeah, good. That's... Good movie. Good movie. And then after that, Gamera flies off to the planet of the monsters, and he tears up some other monster, like beats the snot out of some other yep. monster. And then Gamera comes back. They're all back on Earth now. And Furuge is distraught because she's failed so many times, and she has a laser gun and decides she's going to shoot the space women. And so she attempts to shoot them. And there's a fight scene where the main space woman manages to take Gurugay's laser gun away from her. And she has an opportunity to kill Gurugay. And she's like, no, I, I'm not going to do it. I, I can't I kill. I can't kill. It's against my beliefs. But here's your gun back. And so she yeah. she actually hands the stupid pistol back to her. Yeah. Um, Like... She's not going to immediately go and shoot you. Right. And, and of course, she tries to. Like, Gurge, like points the gun at, at them, and they're just 30 feet away again. So, like, like, congratulating themselves. Yeah. Gurge's <laughs> getting ready to shoot them, and then she has a, a change of hearts. Turns the gun on herself. They stop her, and shortly thereafter, Xanon is like, no, for, for real, I am going to kill you this time. I'm not. I'm, like, I'm, I'm not done. fucking around. I'm done. And she's like, well... Wait, let me let me lead you to the space woman first. I can do that. Let me do this. Just like shoot lasers at this target, and she just has him shoot her. And I guess that's it. That's her plan is to have him kill her, like he was already going like to he do. was already planning to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess like maybe it was because like they thought that he wouldn't be able to detect the space woman without her there or something. I right. have no idea. Like the plot of this movie is so. Just disjointed. Yeah. Um, what plot there is. Yeah. And <laughs> um, so they're they're briefly sad that uh, she has been killed, but then they're like, all right, well, done and done. Let's let's get out of here. Except nope, because there's another lengthy monster fight scene for oh, no yeah. reason. Which of course Gamera wins. Of course. And then Xanon eventually, after Gamera beats this last monster, is like, that's it. I'm just gonna blow up the earth gonna end everything and Gamera flies off and smashes into Xanon's ship to save the day and destroys the ship by crashing into it he suicides into the ship yeah sacrifices himself yeah hooray the earth is saved the, the earth, end the earth is saved and then the space woman and Keiichi go flying off into the, the night sky yep and Yay! Ray, I guess. You haven't made a Gamera movie in like nine years, and that's you bring him back so you can kill him off. That's right. Cool. All right. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it. There really isn't much to talk about with this movie. There is like no, next to no information out there. Right. So the little bits of info we could glean um, were that this was an attempt by the production company 
to get themselves out of some financial trouble, hence why they had just so much stock footage in this movie. So they're like, you know, we can slapdash something together. We've already got footage. We'll just reuse that, make some money, boom, out of trouble. Well, except that this movie did really poorly at the box office. So they ended up having to file bankruptcy anyway. Yeah, they did not, like, everybody called it out rightfully. So called it out for just being mostly stock footage. Like, pretty much all of the fight scenes were just pulled from previous movies, I think. It was, like, two minutes of new footage of Gamera. Yeah. Two two minutes. Like, the, the production company had paid for this other company to like make a new gamma suit and to make a gamma prop because they had lost the previous ones in a, a fire and so they pay this company to do this and then it's like barely in the movie like barely the, so it's like what why'd yeah. you waste that money then that explains why you guys are in financial <laughs> trouble if you're, gonna... you're making such poor decisions yeah yeah so who knows what they looked like I, I, you know i'm not gonna go through and parse like which scenes out of that were rehashed and which ones were new but obviously it wasn't that great looking but even still you you think the movie would have done at least somewhat better had they used more original footage with the new props and and costumes who knows i mean it was not great looking to begin with no so it how, wasn't how much worse could this have this new stuff have been, right really? right well and as bad <clears throat> as it looks it's kind of charming in a silly way yeah i mean for a lot of the movie i was like you know what this this movie is really goofy but i'm not i don't hate it i feel like i might like i said i was gonna give it a maybe watch and then it just went on too long went on too long and it did not (laughs) have enough to go not didn't have to support it it. yeah yeah to merit that rating yeah it, it just disappointing like they had me for the first half of the movie and then yeah like, nope you, you guys you lost me yeah like oh this is silly w- what movie thinks a 10 year old likes to play the organ yeah <laughs> Man, uh- <laughs> i was playing the keyboard when i was 10 like a, i had a casio or oh something, yeah and uh i was not anywhere near as good as kaichi was at playing the organ so <laughs> like he yeah I think, like, the, the best I came close to was, like, playing a duet of Mary Had a Little Lamb all by myself. Like, oh, I, I covered shit. both parts. That's how good I was. That's for... better than I got. Well, I was more focused on making weird noise. Yeah, I mean, that's mostly what I did, too. Yeah. But, like, I had to take actual keyboard classes. Oh. And so, I think I had somebody that I was supposed to do it with, and then they... Chickened out? Chickened out. And so, I was like, well, I'll do it myself. Look it, I'll do it live. And I did. And everybody was mildly impressed. You, that you were raised atop their shoulders, paraded about town. Yeah. Streamers, confetti. Newspaper articles, statues. Tape parade. Yeah. And here I am now, podcasting. I mean, that just shows how things can turn out for you. Yeah. Just... Stick with the Casio kids. Yep. You'll go far. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Let's fucking all right, wrap, let's this, wrap this, this shit up. So that's really all there was that we could find. There was very little information out there. Like, yep. There you go. There was another Gamera movie that came out. There was like a 15-year gap between them after this one. The, the next one came out in 95, I think it was. Yeah. And it was like much edgier in nature. Like Gamera was Darker. No, no longer a friend to all the kids. He was his... Oh, yeah. Just like... A friend to all children. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we mentioned that. 
they really even talk about it in they the didn't. movie either. Like I just remember that from the the old movies is that he was friend to all children. Yeah, but uh, not really though. Like, not really. He was of, just friend to Kaichi, yeah. not his other two not kid even, friends yeah, that not, were at the beginning of the movie. Not even really a friend. Like he kind of no. takes some advice from Kaichi, kind of. Like kind it's hard of? to tell, but yeah, more like Kaichi's friend to Gamera. Yeah. Yep. So I guess that's it. I don't know that we need to do like a full on seamless transition into talking mm. about something else but i feel like we should at least mention that there's the recut version of uh season four of arrested development that was out there and i think a lot of people rightfully so were not super hot on season four we, we both thought it was okay fine, yeah but, but it wasn't like wasn't amazing wasn't amazing yeah didn't really have the same feel as the previous seasons but i guess mitch Erwitz took all the, the criticism he got from that to heart and so he re-edited all of season four into like a proper season of 22 episodes rather than like the character specific episodes that have been released initially and it's it's pretty good like yeah it, it works a lot better it does we've seen a good chunk of the episodes so far and it feels a lot more in line with the previous seasons you know the same sort of tone and structure of the episode so it, it seems to be working a lot better yeah so the the i guess season five is going to be coming out pretty soon so if you were iffy on season four like we were initially like a lot of people were then you should check out the the remixed version the fateful consequences yep re-edits it's, it's pretty good yeah worth a look so we would like to thank the great seattle band boat for allowing us to use their song lately off of the album setting the paces Thank you, Boat. Thank you, Boat. If you would like to get in touch with us, tell us about a cool movie you saw, or if you want to give us some feedback, whatever, you can feel free to write us at Tara and Andrew versus at gmail.com. Uh, we, that's also the website where you can find our show notes and links to all of our episodes, TaraAndAndrewVersus.com. We're on all the social medias if you want to follow us there. And I think that's that. Check into our podcast on Foursquare. Yeah. Just check in. You can, you can be the mayor of our podcast. Yep. We'll, 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 we'll like that. Um, you could become the mayor of our podcast. Yeah, tell us what to do. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, yes ma'am. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, like we like to do, we would like to encourage you all to support your local independent video stores. If you're in Seattle, obviously, Scarecrow Video is a, a great uh, business to support. They've got an awesome selection of stuff that you're really not going to be able to find anywhere else online or offline and then if you're not in the seattle area there are other not as good but somewhat comparable probably pretty good stores yeah we've not been to them all so we can't <laughs> say definitively but but they, they're yeah, probably pretty good there's there's stores there's gotta that be some good ones yeah that are in that same same vein that are worth checking out so yeah, yeah, yeah. just just do it just do it just give them all your money will you just give them all your fucking money. Come Why on. don't you? Come on. Come on. Ugh. What are you gonna do? Buy food? <laughs> Pay for rent? Ooh. Oh. I gotta have a house. <laughs> to I, don't live like, in. I don't want to starve to death. That's what you guys sound like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so <laughs> until next time, catch, catch you, you later, later potato, potato heads. <laughs>